0: Welcome to Inside the Castle, the podcast that goes behind castle doors to have real conversations with real people about solving the nation's toughest challenges. I want to be your host today, Aaron Schneider.
1: And I'm Kat McCain.
0: Today we are talking with the three founding members of the new employee resource group dedicated to the CORE's Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander community. With us today is Maria Kopka. Wen Hui Cheng and Judy McCrae. We're gonna discuss why they started this network, what it does and what activities we can expect to see this year. Thank you all for joining us here today.
2: Thanks, Aaron. It's so great for us to be here.
0: Thanks for being here today. It's really great to have you. And I'm really excited to hear about this resource group that you've created. And let's start with you, Judy. Could you just tell us a little bit about yourself and, and how you got to to this point?
2: Sure, Aaron, I would love to go first. Um, I thought that today, instead of giving my standard core introduction, I'd introduce myself in the context of today's conversation on Asian Americans, Native Hawaiians, and the Pacific Islander community. So most people in the core know me as Judy Sheen, but my full American name is Judy Pingyi Sheen, and I go by Shen Pingyi in Chinese. So I keep my Chinese name as my middle name to honor my heritage. I was born in Taiwan, moved to the U.S. when I was two, and became a citizen when I was 11. So that makes me a first-generation immigrant, but practically speaking, I am more like a second-generation Taiwanese-American since my family emigrated um, when I was so young. So I grew up in a mostly white Jewish community in New York where I really struggled to feel accepted because of differences in my race and religion. So, to gain the respect of my peers, I felt like I had to be the best at everything I did. So, in that sense, I was your stereotypical model minority kid, high school valedictorian, went to Harvard, then to UC Berkeley for a PhD in biology. Although these days the model minority is really frowned upon, it was alive and well in the 1980s when I was growing up, and it really was the only kind of Asian that I was exposed to. And it's not um, like today, when we have the kind of representation we see in the media, sports, and other aspects of American culture, where you see different types of um, Asians um, doing different things. But after I left New York, I kind of pushed back on this stereotype and my family's expectations, and I took on activities such as playing rugby, joining a sorority, and I decided to study reptiles and amphibians instead of becoming a doctor like pretty much all of my cousins did. So cutting to where I am with the Corps, the Corps hired me straight out of grad school, and I have worked with the Corps for 20 years, first as a planner at the San Francisco District, working my way up to the South Pacific Division, and finally, I am now at headquarters in the Office of Water Project Review. So when I was growing up, I downplayed or outright rejected my Taiwanese heritage. However, in college and then afterwards in San Francisco, where I currently live, I was surrounded by other Asian Americans with similar backgrounds and experiences, and I eventually stopped feeling like such an outsider. But I still kind of took my heritage for granted until very recently. But over the past year, I've developed a stronger awareness of being Taiwanese and I've learned to embrace that aspect of who I am and all of its benefits. So that's
3: probably enough for me for now. Uh, Marie, did you wanna go next? Sure, thanks Judy. Hello everyone, Um, Marie Kapka. Uh, And I go by my middle name, Hanae, or Hana for short, in the Japanese and the Japanese-American community. Uh, I was born in Chicago, and I currently live near Milwaukee, Wisconsin. My mother is from Osaka, Japan, and my father was a Nisei. He was born in Los Angeles. Uh, When I was growing up, I felt much more connected to the Japanese side of my identity than the American side. Uh, I went to a lot of different Japanese community events. I went to Japanese language school on Saturdays. I learned Japanese classical dance, uh, but now I feel quite the opposite because the places that I've lived in in between Chicago and Milwaukee didn't really have uh, a large Japanese or Japanese American community there. As far as the Corps, I've worked for the Corps for about 19 years now. I started as a park ranger over in Bonneville, and Dam in the Portland District. Then recently, I became a planner for the St. Paul district. So I'll touch on this a little bit later, but what I'd like to help build is a sense of community uh, and belonging for our Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islanders at work. And Wen, I'll turn it to you.
4: Thank you. And hello, everyone. Uh, My name is Wen Hui Cheng, or Zhang Wen Hui in Chinese, and I go by Wen. I was born and raised in Taipei, Taiwan, and moved to the states in the mid-90s when I was 25 to go to graduate schools. I was lucky that my PhD research was funded by the Corps, which not only paid the bills, but also made me aware of the Corps is doing more than just building dams and dredging channels. And that research grant also landed me a job with the Corps. I have lived in Iowa, Michigan, Mississippi, and eventually settled in Virginia. So I'm currently a supervisory economist with the Institute for Water Resources right outside of the D.C. Billway. I have worked for the Corps for about 22 years now. However, I spent my first nine years of my career as a visiting scholar which was a non-federal in-house position as I was waiting for my U.S. citizenship to be granted. And I actually had the, quote, foreign national Taiwan, end quote, as my official title in the outlook for a few years before I became a U.S. citizen and a Fed. Uh, As For my family, my wife and I met in Taiwan and we have been married for more than 28 years now with two children who were born in Michigan and Virginia. So I'm super excited about this community and to have more opportunities to engage with other AANHPI in the core. Thank you.
1: Thank you all for, yeah, this is great learning about you guys and thank you all for joining us. And when you just mentioned a term that I'm, I was kind of unfamiliar with, AANHPI. So what does that mean and who is included under that acronym?
2: Thanks for that question, Kat. So I'll I'll, uh, give a stab at this first and um, have the others sort of fill in afterwards. So AANHPI stands for Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander. So I actually wasn't that familiar with this term either until we started this community. So the the term Asian American originated in the 1960s as a political label used by college students who were inspired by the civil rights movement. In the 1970s and beyond, that label was expanded to include Native Hawaiians and Pacific Islanders, thus becoming AA and HPI. The original intent of the term was to bring together diverse groups of people within the U.S. who might find some sense of safety, have visibility, and political power by joining forces. So, within AANHPI, as defined by the U.S. Census Bureau, there are roughly 50 or so different ethnicities representing East Asia, South Asia, Southeast Asia, the Pacific Islands, and Native Hawaiians. So, there is still some controversy about whether this AANHPI designation also includes other parts of Asia, like Central Asia or the Middle East. And also historically, the US has sometimes grouped Native Hawaiians with Native Americans, instead of with Asians and Pacific Islanders. So where people fit in, in the context of this term can be a bit confusing because it hasn't been consistent over the years. While under the AANHPI banner, there are many groups representing different geography, culture, languages, and experiences. What brings us all together is a sense of being outsiders. While under the A and HPI banners, there are many groups representing different geography, cultures, language, and experiences, what brings us together is a sense of being outsiders, despite how many generations we've been in the U.S., a family history of immigration, and the kind of xenophobia or sometimes outright racism we or the people we love may have experienced. But for the purposes of our community within the CORE, we're taking a very broad interpretation of the term ANHPIs. If you believe that you are a member of this community, then we really do welcome you. And so now let me turn it over to Wen, who I think you wanted to add some things from a more personal perspective about the term.
4: Yeah, thank you, Judy. As Judy mentioned, for me and myself, as an immigrant who came to the state in my mid-20s and did not become a U.S. citizen until I was 41. The term AANHPI, or just to be able to call myself Asian American, has been quite a journey. Uh, According to Pew Research, around six in 10 Asian Americans, including more than 70% of the Asian American adults, were born in another country. Both are about four times the national average for Americans born outside of the country. One perspective shared among Asian immigrants is that we are proud to be American and see the day we were sworn in as US citizen as when we really have become Asian American. But the fact that we are finally American may thinking much, much later, both internally and externally.
3: As I mentioned, my my mother was born in Japan and my father was second generation Japanese American. Uh, He was interned during World War II uh, at the Heart Mountain confinement site in Wyoming. Actually, that side of my family was sent to multiple confinement sites in the country. And despite this, two of my uncles enlisted in the army during the war. One uncle was stationed in India and the other joined the 100th Infantry Battalion. Uh, which was also known as the Purple Heart Battalion, and uh, that uncle was later awarded the Purple Heart himself. My father, he also joined the Army um, after his time at what he called the camp. You know, I've, I've felt many different emotions when I reflect on this part of my family's history. Identifying yourself as Asian American, Native Hawaiian, Pacific Islander means different things to different people. Uh, but to me, identifying myself as Asian and American isn't something that I take or will ever take for granted. Um, and I'm just really proud to be part of this community.
0: And thank you all for that. I think it's really interesting to hear the the different histories and backgrounds that each of you came from. So that perspective, you know, really is going to be good for our listeners to hear. It got me thinking, I was kind of curious, you know, Judy, you know, really why did you start this community and what is its purpose?
2: So, I'll go ahead and tell my version of our origin story, and then I'll let Marie and Wen share theirs. So, let's start out first with the group's purpose. Our community is a space where we gather to explore, express, and grow the AANHPI aspects of our identity. So, as I mentioned in my intro, I spent so much of my life really neglecting my Taiwanese heritage. Until I went to college, my environment really didn't encourage me to be foreign, and I was rewarded for assimilating and being as non Asian as possible. But living in the San Francisco Bay area for the past 25 years, I'm now in a part of a country where diversity is celebrated. And so since moving here, I've been just so much more comfortable with who I am and haven't had the kind of negative experiences associated with my race when I was growing up. I'm now very uncomfortable about being American, and at most part, seems like people accept me as American. I even had a friend tell me once, you know, when I look at you, I don't register you as being Asian. Back then, I took that as a compliment, like I finally succeeded in fitting in, but my feelings would be so much more complicated if I heard that today. You know, I wanted to share a personal story of when I was going for my secret security clearance, it came out that I have both the U.S. and a Taiwan passport. And this was a couple of Novembers ago, and I was advised that I needed to cut up my Taiwan passport. Um, So back then, you know, I cut it up. No problem. And it didn't really mean a whole lot to me that I did that. But, you know, when I look back at that moment now, and really trying to embrace being Taiwanese and American, you know, I think I would have had a lot harder time doing that today, even though I am absolutely loyal to the United States and our mission. So my awareness of being agent changed last May when I took part in a series of um, virtual a and HPI month events that were organized by my college alumni group. Those events were just so different from the what we had at the core, which was more of the sort of celebratory and culturally focused events that we have during these um, special emphasis months. In the alumni conversations, we had a lot of challenging and emotional moments when we were talking about the Atlanta spa shootings, the history of institutionalized racism in the US against Asians and the stereotypes that still persist today. And so it was then that I had a real wake up call and I realized the level of shame that I carried with me about my heritage and the level to which I did not understand. or was not educated on the history of ANHPIs in this country. I also experienced an amazing sense of empowerment, acceptance, and sort of a homecoming from being surrounded by other Asians, even though they were strangers to me before that call. And I love talking about myself as an Asian, which is something that, you know, we don't really do um, at the core. You know, I've been here for 20 years and I've barely talked to any of my Asian colleagues about our cultural heritage. And really, that feels like a lost opportunity to connect on a, a personal level about something that is so central to who we are. I also started noticing a lack of attention on ANHPIs within the core in contrast to what I was experiencing outside work and especially in light of the diversity, equity, inclusion activities within our agency. And I thought someone really should do something about this and why can't that person be me. But although I had the motivation, I didn't really know where to start and I didn't wanna do this alone. And over the months that follow, I was so lucky to meet Wen and Marie through another colleague who was interested in the DEI area. And I saw in them the same level of passion about elevating our presence within the CORE. I was also deeply inspired by the example set by the CORE's LGBTQ community. And we reached out to them to get their advice on how to start a similar community. A and HPIs. So they've kind of been our lifeline to bring out a lot of the logistics for setting up a virtual community across the core. You know, uh, things such as setting up a distribution list, accessibility for those who are hearing impaired, as well as gaining allies within the core leadership. We also met with the headquarters diversity office so we could understand how we could become an official employee resource group recognized by the agency and how we can leverage their resources for communication collaboration. So armed with these allies, we decided to jump in last fall, We didn't really know what we were doing, but I thought better just go ahead and, and try it and see what happens. And we got our community going. We set up our distro list, invited um, colleagues to sign up and spread the word and had our kickoff meeting last November. And we are really fortunate to be a part of an agency where these activities are not only supported, but actively encouraged by our leadership. With that, when do you want to go next?
4: Um, Sure. Thank you, Judy. And uh, as Judy mentioned earlier, the model minority stereotype, Asian Americans are often seen as the quiet family and education oriented folks who keep their heads down and work hard. And this image is, is even more pronounced for Asian American immigrants who were born and raised overseas as anyone with an Asian faith and accent is very easily to be labeled as the forever foreigner, regardless how long he or she has lived in the state. I also have never thought too much about connecting to other Asian Americans in the core during my 20 plus years here until 2020 when the pandemic started and followed by a surge of hate crimes against Asian Americans. That was also one of the drivers pushed me to move from my comfort zone as a technical lead to become a supervisor. I just feel like I need to do something different for me and for the Asian-American community. I hosted a virtual event last year during the AAPI here this month for IWR. And shortly after that, Judy contacted me and Marie, and we all feel like. We can do more, not just for our office, but for the entire core and the
3: community was born. So with that, uh, Marie? Yeah, thanks. A few years ago I found myself um, in a situation where I just wasn't really feeling safe. And I don't know if this situation was necessarily linked to racism. Sometimes that's kind of hard to tell. That's a whole nother thing. Uh, but I decided to to take up karate so I could learn some self-defense. And from that experience, not only did I gain that uh, confidence and that physical ability to feel like I was more in control of my safety, but that community really helped me to gain some internal strength too. So I've had this renewed desire to help others like me uh, to feel empowered. Over the last couple of years with the pandemic, we've seen an increased number of hate crimes against our Asian American community. And this situation and this sense of wanting to create and expand on our safety net for our employees led me on the search for other Asian American, Native Hawaiian, Pacific Islanders. Um, so it's really a, a safety in numbers kind of thing. So the thing about DEI, which Judy and whenever already touched upon, is that the more you talk about diversity, equity, inclusion with other people, um, the more inspired you become to actually do something about it. So through our mutual DEI connections, the three of us got together to form um, this ANHPI community group.
1: I love the grassroots approach to this development of this community, and with that, you know, this empowerment of this community. What types of activities do you guys uh, are you guys engaged in, and what do you have planned over the next few months?
3: Yeah, so we categorize our activities into two general spheres: uh, internal and external, with some overlap in between. In our monthly community meetings are largely uh, internally focused. So For us, that means our monthly discussions are centered around our A and HPI voices and experiences. We decide on a discussion topic as a community, and then different members take turns facilitating the discussion to allow safe sharing of those personal stories. In December, we explored various holiday traditions, old and new, Uh, Last month, we started to unpack what it means to be AA and HPI, and we focus these discussions on our community members, but we also invite allies as well. For us, allies are not just observers in our discussions, uh, although we do think their main role in these internal meetings is to listen. We believe that allies should apply the understandings and empathy that they gain from witnessing our stories to take meaningful action in their personal and professional lives. So this could take the form of speaking uh, out for underrepresented or otherwise marginalized individuals and groups, and promoting cultural sensitivity and awareness. And when did you want to talk about uh, the external events?
4: Sure. So as for the external events, we would like to start with core-wide cultural education and awareness. We have, in addition to this intro podcast. Another one coming soon to have our members share their stories and thoughts about the impact of COVID to Asian Americans. We also have additional Inside the Castle podcast in the works and activities during AANHPI Heritage Month in May, so stay tuned.
0: So, one of the things I've been thinking about is, you know, could you talk about how you become a member in this community and what that Marie means? Uh, Marie, could you help us with that one?
3: Sure. So we started this community by word of mouth last fall, and we've grown to over 60 members so far. We encourage our community to personally invite other a- HPi folks to join. Uh, and our membership also includes allies as well. So as far as logistics, we meet as a community group uh, once a month, typically at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. That seems to be the time that best accommodates multiple time zones. We use both our distribution list and our private Microsoft Teams site to communicate. You can contact Judy to be added to the distribution list uh, and or you can contact any of the three of us to be added to the Teams site.
1: Marie. And as we're coming to the end of our podcast, we'd just like to open this up to you all if you have any parting thoughts um, that you would like to leave with our listeners. Judy, you can go ahead.
2: Sure. Thanks, Kat. So for many um, of us as HPI, we may have still have a lot of internal family and social pressure to fit in and not draw attention to ourselves Starting up this community within the court, even recording this podcast um, today, really does go against that instinct for a lot of us to sort of talk about ourselves and be very personal um, publicly. But we've told ourselves that this is gonna be the best way to uh, get out there, encourage other ANHPIs to join our community. Um, As I've mentioned before, I grew up being so ashamed of being different um, and trying to hide or erase any sense of being Asian. And through the journey I've taken during the past year, I now proudly embrace all aspects of my identity and I hope that we can help others to do the same. So to our audience, if you heard anything today that resonates with you, please reach out to any of us or um, contact me if you would like to join our next meeting to try us out or to um, join our distribution list. Thank you.
3: Marie, do you wanna go next? Sure. So my, my final thought is that representation matters. I didn't know how much I personally needed this community space until we formed. And having real dialogue about shared experiences in and out of the workplace and being able to connect with other Asian American, Native Hawaii, Pacific Islanders, um, the leaders throughout the core has really been inspiring. My hope is that the connections that we foster will also provide greater opportunities for our community within the core and also for the A and HPI communities that our core projects impact. Len, you want to close us out?
4: Sure. Thank you all. And so, for me, I believe human capital is our biggest asset. And the core has gone through a transformation from the earlier focus of engineering and construction, which predominantly white males, to its current state of multidisciplinary, multigenerational, and more diverse workforce. As an agency, I would love to see the corps continue to develop and retain qualified and demographically diverse workforce, especially for its leadership, which is not only critical for mission effectiveness, but also essential to our well-being and equality. The way I see it, diversity, equity and inclusion is a high priority, not just for our agency, but for the nation as a whole as well, especially in response to all the conflicts and challenges since COVID started two years ago. I hope that we can utilize this AANHPI community to leverage our institutional knowledge, to help each other, and to learn to respect the individual differences each one of us brings to this organization. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Marie, Wen, and Judy, for joining us today for this edition of Inside the Castle. We appreciate you and your stories. To our listeners, we want to hear from you what topics are important to you and people you are interested in hearing from. Until next time, be safe, be innovative, and be revolutionary.
0: Thanks for joining us for this Inside the Castle podcast. To provide your feedback, email us at cw.infrastructure.team at usace.army.mil. Stay tuned for additional Inside the Castle podcasts as we explore life inside the Core and revolutionize civil works together.